As an archaeologist, it wasn't unknown for Neil Watson to come across human remains in the course of his job, but he hadn't expected any to turn up in this particular location. The developer, Jason Fonsby, was anxious to get the archaeological report on the site completed as soon as possible, so the building work could begin. Twelve luxury executive homes, each with four bedrooms, the same number of bathrooms, and kitchens double the size of Neil's Exeter flat. Neil didn't think anyone he knew personally could afford to live in such luxury. But then most of his social circle were impecunious fellow archaeologists, apart from his old friend from university days, Wesley Peterson, who was a detective inspector. As soon as he'd arrived that morning, Neil had stood at the entrance to the field, staring at the copse at its centre. A small patch of trees, their branches almost bare now that autumn had stripped them of their foliage. The field had once belonged to a big house nearby, but had been sold to a local farmer fifteen years ago. The farmer had used it to graze his herd of Devon-red cattle, until Jason Fonsby made up an offer for the field that was difficult for a cash-strapped farmer to refuse. The place was within easy reach of Neston, and so ideal for housing. Exclusive housing, of course. There wasn't sufficient profit in affordable homes for local people. Prior to planning permission being granted, Neil had carried out a routine desk-based archaeological assessment of the site, and found vague hints, in a Victorian history of the area, that strange activities had taken place there in the 18th century, although this might have been the product of the 19th century author's lurid imagination. People love a good story. The more ghoulish, the better. However, during his investigations, he'd made a surprising discovery. A map of the area dating back to the 18th century showing an unexpected feature in the middle of the copse with one intriguing word, grotto. Most people associated the word with Santa Claus, but not Neil. Because the land had once formed part of the large estate connected to Nesbarton Hall, a modestly sized but perfectly designed Palladian mansion dating back to the reign of George II, he wondered whether this particular grotto might be a decorative folly the kind popular with fashionable gentry at that time. In those days, a folly was a status symbol to impress the neighbours, like a hot tub or a swimming pool today. When he'd alerted Jason Fonsby to this possibility, the man hadn't bothered to hide his irritation. Time was money, and he needed the bulldozers on site as soon as possible. But Neil stood his ground. He needed to investigate the feature on the map, and that was that. The county archaeological unit didn't cut corners, and Dr. Neil Watson, in his capacity as heritage manager, archaeology and historic environment, intended to do a thorough job, whether the developer liked it or not. Neil had decided to make this site visit with his second-in-command, Dave, who always wore an Indiana Jones hat like a badge of office. Dave was a taciturn man, a good archaeologist, conscientious and reliable. 
and, as the crows cawed from their scruffy nests in the copse, Neil was glad of his company. The dark tunnel of trees ahead of them had the look of a sinister wood from a fairy tale, and both men hesitated a few moments before marching in. "'Creepy place,' said Dave, and Neil was relieved that the atmosphere hadn't just been his imagination. At first they saw nothing out of the ordinary, just tree trunks and dank fallen leaves carpeting the ground. If there was anything like a grotto here, it was well hidden. What's that? They'd reached a small clearing, and Dave was pointing to a pile of rocks rearing up from the earth, around eight feet high and covered with moss. Neil walked slowly round them until he saw a round gap in the stones, an entrance into the unknown. <laughs>